אז אנחנו מקיימים שיעור בנושא חיבור העולם בדור האחרון, נקרא קטעים נבחרים מן המקורות. אנחנו oh, בקטע מספר... Connect, uh, I'm not referring to the original egoism. Rather, I am referring to narrow egoism. That is, the original egoism is nothing but self-love, which is all of one's positive, individualistic power of existence. In that respect, It is not at odds with the altruistic force, although it does not serve it. However, it is the nature of egoism that the manner of using it makes it very narrow, since it is more or less compelled to acquire a nature of hatred and exploitation of others in order to make one's own existence easier. Also, it is not abstract hatred, but one that appears in acts of abusing one's friend for one's own benefit, growing murkier according to its degrees, such as deceiving, stealing, robbing, and murdering. This is called narrow egoism, and in that respect, it is at odds with and the complete opposite from love of others. It is a negative force that destroys the society. Its opposite is the altruistic force. This is society's constructive force, since all that one does for another is done only by the altruistic force. Questions, Unity 4. Why do you say that you don't understand your desires fully? Everything that you relate to the friends is in and comes out only out of your egoism to submit them to your thoughts. Otherwise, you wouldn't turn to them. You understand? You're turning to the friends only in order to use them. This is how the ego is designed. Here, to use them, I 
ну, как бы вижу в этом взаимное использование, so, не желаю. In order to use them, I see it as mutual uh, exploitation. I don't wish something really bad for them. What do you mean I don't desire? Everyone, absolutely everyone is in this nature and everyone uses each other only to in some way make their own situation better. Otherwise, they wouldn't even notice one another. Only thanks to the ego, we notice one another, we negotiate, we do something for one another, we somehow relate to one another. Yeah, that's clear, but here it says that, that I want to build it on the bones of the friends by destroying them. Yes, yes. And in the meantime, you're talking about some mutual exploitation here. Mutually using one, mutually using one another is in this world. This is our state for now. So how do I? Discovering me this narrow egoism. Start paying attention to yourself. How do you, uh, how do you use other? How do you relate to others? What? Do, why do you turn to others? And you will see that all of your attitude towards others is purely using, and there is nothing else. In other words. Even when we yearn for the Creator, we're using one another? Of course. But the right use of others allows me to come closer and even adhere to the Creator. The right use. And I don't inter- interfere with them with this. I help them. Until we are together, don't adhere, don't stick to the Creator from all sides. Clear? 18, I want to make a little scrutiny with you. In excerpt number 3, he writes that by the term egoism, I don't mean the original egoism, but mainly to the narrow egoism. Because the original egoism is only self-love, which is all of the positive individualistic uh, force. So what is he trying to say? That the Creator created us with a different egoism? What is the original egoism? Original is the one we receive from the Creator. And other than the original ego, we develop it more and more and more. In other words, we become more and more egoistic from generation to generation? We are more and more egoistic. You see how the world is developed. The world is developed because our ego grows. So, the more the egoism grows, we become meaner. You mean we ruin the world more and more? Spoil or ruin is something else. We use the world according to our ego. Once you used to live on trees and inside caves, 
And it was enough for you. Today you need a home and a car and a wife and children and more and more and more and more and more. No. What's not clear to me is actually that egoism is actually your best friend. It promotes you. Moves, it advances you. Right. But what happened is that the more we advance in our egoism, become meaner and turn everything into hate, as we can see, <laughs> the world is becoming worse. So what's happening here? Advancement and progress develops more and more hatred in us toward others. Why does it happen this way? It should be the other way around. We're looking one at the other as, as them stealing this opportunity from me, that the world belongs to me. Suddenly someone else comes and he says the world belongs to him as well. You see? You understand how this hurts me. So everyone in the world is potentially uh, a hater of mine, and I hate everyone. And that's exactly what's happening today. Um, there's talk about compromise. Yes, compromise with... Uh, what compromise? Uh, you know, to make concessions and make room for the others. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. What, what is this compromise? I say there is no compromise. So how do we come to agreements? There is no, there is no compromise, no agreements. Where do you see any agreements? So, so what do you expect? To, to have what? Explosions? How do we reconcile it? How do we prevent the explosion? Mr. Tzvika, I don't understand you. I see that the whole world is full of people who want to swallow everything. And because it's difficult for them, so each determines for himself a certain small portion. So you expect more and more blasts to come and more and more revelation of the evil. How do we come to compromises here? You don't reach any compromise. So what should we do? You only come to a war that erupts more and more and more. Uh, I remember a month or three, uh, three weeks ago, you said that the situation will get better. What did you mean by that? Better is what we do through the connections between us, that we bring to the world more and more understanding that there can be a different way for our development. That's it. And is this a solution to prevent an explosion? Yes. And do you see us moving toward? So do you see that there is any positive developments in the world after the Congress? Yes, of course. Despite what you see with your eyes every day? Of course there's a positive progress. Positive? You know, I, I don't want to tell you what I think. To me, it seems like we're getting worse and worse and worse. Sometimes the mess, the 
Balagan is a good state for advancement. What can I tell you? It feels bad what is happening, but if you're saying what you're saying, I'm with you. I'm telling you it will be good. In what sense will it be good? In that people will quickly understand where the truth lies and how they need to advance towards it. Do you see it happening right now? Because I don't see it happening. You don't see any compromises or anything. Everyone is standing on his own hind legs and then no one is listening to each other. And my fear is that there will be a terrible blast. You hear people seemingly advancing, but they're not advancing. And it's happening all over the world. So the question is, can we make such an influence that it will prevent the explosion? That's my question. If this Congress helped, shouldn't we have seen signs of progress? No, not yet. But in whatever we've done, it worked. How did it operate? Can you give me an example of how it acted, operated? In what happened between many people and the people like you bring to the world separation. It's the most important thing for them is to bring separation. And we want unity. Yeah, that's the feeling, feeling of terrible separation, terrible hatred. Sure, I agree with you. Now, in the last generation where we are, should there be such hatred so it will be inverted? Even more. Even more. What do you mean even more? The war of Gog and Magog, they say that no one can tolerate the other. Where the evil reveals in such a way that people are quite literally ready to eat one another. This is what's happening today. So how can we invert it so we don't eat each other up? How do we come to such a state where we don't consume each other? Through that mothers cook their children. You think we might come to that? Oh dear. After I see the struggle, the battle that you are doing in the government, of course... Of course, it's, yes. Tell me, you don't see any good future in this country? Only black? Yeah, only black. Really? Yes. You're not optimistic whatsoever? I don't see any party or public body that is acting towards connection. Yeah, but they're saying we're going for a compromise, it'll be good. Yeah, that's not connection. Compromise is not connection. Okay, let us finish the lesson. Moshe, where are we? Exit number four. The crass, undeveloped person does not recognize egoism as bad at all. 
Therefore, he uses it openly, without any shame or restraint, stealing and murdering in broad daylight wherever he can. The somewhat more developed sense some measure of their egoism as bad and are at least ashamed to use it in public, stealing and killing openly. But in secret, they still commit their crimes, but are careful that no one will see them. The even more developed sense egoism as so loathsome that they cannot tolerate it in them and reject it completely. As much as they detect of it, until they cannot and do not want to enjoy the labor of others. Then begin to emerge in them sparks of love of others called altruism, which is the general attribute of goodness. But that too evolves gradually. First develops love and desire to bestow upon one's family and kin. As in the verse, do not ignore your own flesh. When one develops further, one's attribute of bestowal expands to all the people around him, being one's townspeople or one's nation. And so one adds until he finally develops love for the whole of humanity. If there are no questions... There are questions in the hall. Dudi, please. Rav, what turns the original egoism into a narrow egoism? Original egoism is like with monkeys. They want to exist, they want to live, they want to continue the generation. As is normal. You know, you understand? This is the original egoism. But the narrow egoism is one that sees only itself and everything else it doesn't see unless it is under him. Meaning what he wants, they do. What causes a transition from the narrow, from the original egoism to the narrow egoism? 
it growing, it wanting to the realization of the ego. We need to come to the realization of the ego. You see that everything develops, the nations, people, competitions, wars. We want to realize our egoism. We want to come to a state that our egoism needs to be realized, not through war, not even through... communication or all sorts of connections but realize the ego only through serving the others and not that others are serving us do you see what path it is and then And then, that we begin to understand this thing, it takes thousands of years of development. But the Creator has time. And we have to explain this process gradually to everyone. And for everyone to see that before us is a long road, And before us has been a long road, and we have to go through this entire path. When does the narrow egoism understand that it is on the fast track to a crash? When does it understand that it's not good to remain in the narrow egoism? I don't think it's capable of understanding. I don't think. I think that even if he sees before him death, he cannot agree that this is in regards to him, that he is going to die. Because the ego at the end of the day is also an eternal force until we correct him in order to bestow. So what stops it? What causes it? The inversion. That you want to resemble the Creator and the Creator helping us to rule over the ego. So, how does explaining work here? What, how, how will it help to explain to people? It will not help. It will go to the death. It, it's eternal. It, it's, it's a greater force in us. But we take into consideration only in those that are able to understand the ego in them and agree for it to change and ask from the Creator to be changed. Um, another question, just to understand the definitions. When I want necessity, like monkeys, as you said, like any animal that only wants to eat without harming others, what is it? It's narrow egoism, original egoism? What is it? No, this is not the narrow egoism. If all I want is necessity alone, then I'm on the level of animate. And this is the original egoism? Original depends on what degree, on what stage, what discernment. Thank you. Holland 1. Holland 1. Yes, continuing this uh, discussion, uh, Raf, uh, what do we do actually with the, with the natural uh, egoism, the self-love? What do we do with the natural egoism, the self-love? 
Original ego is self-love, so what? And we need to realize it. But out of it being self-love, I need to understand that the top of self-love is love of others. Yes, and how do we do? We use? Do we need to correct? Let's say this: uh, the natural, um, this natural egoism too, because uh, it looks like that we only correct. Let's say the narrow. We need to correct it. We need to raise it. We need to understand that as just like the original ego that is in the mother that is ready to do everything for the infant, for the baby. Yeah. So will we have to work with our ego for it to see in everyone the world that it gave birth to and is ready to give to everyone everything? And we'll come to that. We don't have a choice. Very soon. Beseda. Turkey for. Turkey for. Before I say Salam speaks of limited egoism, but spontless egoism. The question is, is there unlimited egoism and what is it? Egoism is egoism the egoism that is developed in direct light, the egoism that is not bad or good, but the ego develops until the greatest measurements. Okay, friends, so now we will read an announcement. For, so the broadcast today are noon lesson from 12 to 1, and we'll sing a song together.
lejano faro está brillando sin cesar Toda nuestra transgresión cubrimos con amor зло станет вдруг добром как заполнить пустоту вечным естеством как из плачения сердец вырвется мольба все прегрешения покрыв любовью навсегда 